Good evening. Uh, you're listening to BFF.FM. This is uh, Oxland Cafe at 6.21. Oh, 7.20, Secret Alley. I keep on mistaking that. Uh, it's been a while uh, since we've uh, heard each other. It's been a month uh, since the last uh, new episode has been uh, on air. I've been traveling a bit, um, starting with Poland. I've hit France on the way as well, and I've collected some some records that I would want to share with you tonight. Some of them have stories with them, some of them a bit less. Uh, we're going to get to it as the night will progress. I hope your evening is going well and that you're going to enjoy the next two hours. Started with a very short The Whole Point of No Return by uh, Robert Wyatt. Um, and the second song was uh, Far West by Kron. 
1978 a German krautrock uh, band. As for the next one, uh, we're gonna hear some jungle in a remixed version.
Cafe is back and uh, technical issues are back as well. I assure you this song does not end like this, although my my software just thought so. Well, a great song. Uh, what you've just heard was a tune called Loner by uh, Ment and Alicia, a song from May this year. Very nice, uh, groovy, London-y, London-y vibe. Uh, before that, uh, Jungle. Uh, all of the time uh, in a remix of uh, DJ Streaks. So after those two dancey and rather lively compositions, um, now a bit more um, experimental. But we're gonna get back to the liveliness. Um, Divine Moments of Truth by Akusmi.
a slower moment uh, in Oxlang Cafe. You are listening to BFF.FM. At first, Divine Moments of Truth by Akusmi. That was the experimental bit. Then Procession by Portico Quartet from the album Next Stop. After that, uh, Jochen Jochensen uh, with a perfect machine at the center of time. The last one, that reminds me a lot of the time I've spent in Denmark. I used to live in this small town close to Copenhagen called Balerup in a fantastic, fantastic uh, apartment as, as for that moment of life with a fantastic group of people. Uh, my two friends, Sasha, a Danish, uh, and Nuno, a Portuguese. Uh, and I remember listening to this uh, album by Johan Johansson a lot uh, while spending time in that place. I think that was motivated by, kind of got into it because of a movie. If I recall correctly, there was a, some sort of a movie at the edge of being a documentary. I remember most vividly, I don't remember the, the topic of it and what it was talking about, but I remember the pictures that were shown in it. Uh, the whole movie was happening in Copenhagen and the most vivid image is the public transport of Copenhagen, its sounds, its colors, its, its neons, and then Johan Johansson's uh, music um, under, under all of this. So after the slower moment, uh, now let's get to something I found this week. This doesn't have any connection to past solid experiences or the trip uh, that I've mentioned earlier. I've just bumped into this a couple days ago. And this is just, it felt so novel to me in terms of the genre that I typically don't listen to, um, that I just decided to save it and, and share it with you. Keishas and Brenda's by Annie. Some quiches and brenders Done by some family or friends, bruv Done by a person they trusted We got the knife and the gun clip Smell of revenge in the air and it's potent Please don't disguise bullshit as a rose Like I cannot walk through the valley of the shadow of death And act like I ain't even know Cause I want some checks and respect and to blow Minding your business, protecting a code Like, check your brethren cause he's in the wrong cause She said no when he's still pushing on That's a serial offender uh, and I ain't talking cocoa pops, but when the words out, you're getting snapped, crackled, and popped. Ready or not, foodies, coming up with foolishness like, what was she doing there? Why did you follow them there? Why was you wearing that? Why did you say that? Why did you engage? Did you not know what they were on? Is that? It is barbaric. It's crazy. Searching for redemption, still I need a little peace of mind. A little space for more display, then we go see this fine. So under pressure, if I let up, I will see this night. Need a resolution. Searching for a redemption, still I need a little peace of mind A little space for more this pain and we gon' see this fight So under pressure, if I let up, I won't see this night Need a resolution like I know some girls that survived our Kelly 
lose I know some men that survived them too Ages of blue Peter down to blues clues To buy silence for some new shoes I don't live for no hype or no drama I'd rather rendezvous with some karma They say leave it to God but I'm all at an odd Cause my mind's at a loss and my heart's into frost Like forgive and forget I'd rather stand with a knife and avenge I'd rather use what I have with a pen I'd rather lose than to lie and pretend Caught between moving and making amends If they can't check you then they're not your friends I love that. I love that uh, British British rap of a of a vibe. I don't typically listen to that, but uh, it really caught my caught my ear. As for what we're gonna go to next, I have a couple of things that are more uh, more so related to the trip that I've mentioned. I'm really wondering which one I should go for now. Should I hit with the big guns and tell the story of the most beautiful thing? I've seen throughout the whole whole trip um, or should I go for something more fundamental maybe something from yeah let's start let's start with neither of those let's start with something that I've listened to um, when flying over the Atlantic Ocean with a cheap airline uh, I was uh, it was the first time for me flying uh, one of those cheap airlines, uh, like Norwegian, this one in particular was uh, Condor. And I, I just remember the feeling I've had right before hopping on the plane. Having not flown that way uh, before I've always flown uh, with uh, SAS or Lufthansa. Um, I was worried that I'm going to be super cramped, that the flight is going to be terrible. But the flight turned out to be the best one I've, <laughs> I've ever had in this uh, San Francisco to Europe or the other way around, the direction. Um, and when getting ready for the flight, I wanted to discover some, some new music. Um, and this is a song that I've uh, downloaded, not having heard it before the flight, then heard it during the flight and entirely loved it. It's in Russian. Yegor i Enjoy. Зорки окна, кто согреет зорки окна? Пожалей безучными словами своего. Жадные пальцы, кто накормит жадные пальцы, обними голодными руками своего неспасенного Христа. Тревожные вены Под 
Целуй холодными губами своего засеркального Христа. Try to pronounce it. I don't know if you've heard it right before the song. Yegor i, and I'm sure this is a swear word. I'm goddamn sure. And opizdeniewsie, opizdeniewsie, Yegor i opizdeniewsie. If it's a swear word, then I said it multiple times. Um, the name of the song I'm gonna try. I'm re- reading Cyrillic in here. Evangelia, Evangelia. Okay. So some religious tones, but I have no idea what the guy's singing. I don't speak Russian. I just can read the Cyrillic. Uh, although I think when I was uh, picking this song for the playlist, it did say, like, the uh, badge. It did have the badge of explicit content. Jared definitely... Like, this guy sound, sounded like he was... Uh, he was making, uh, making some fun of something. That's, the, that's what I've heard in there. And I really love the hook. The da-da-dai-dai. Um, that's, the, that's really the best description I could have come up with. Uh, I loved it. Very joyful. And I will check what he's uh, singing about. We're gonna stay in Eastern Europe. Uh, and that's a song that I that I think follows the thread of um, of the trip from the flight, landing in Warsaw. Um, and then the, the, the time in Poland uh, I've spent around the weekend there uh, right after landing was just fantastic. Um, lots of friends and family. Much love all around and uh, familiar and beautiful faces and while I was uh, there um, I've kind of rediscovered a song by a band that you have heard before in Oxen Cafe the band is uh, Skaldovia and the song is called Puki Ludzie się kochają which stands for as long as people love each other um, I just admire everything they say in there, and it's a uh, yeah. The whole the, the, the lyric is very simple, but one of the most meaningful of all the Polish songs I've uh, ever heard. So from Russian to Polish, so far, but uh, so close, and hopefully at some point closer than now. Skaldovia. <laughs> Pośród miast, wielkich miast Każdy kto po 
patrzeć umie, znajdzie nas, znajdzie nas. Rozglądamy się jak spudzeni ze snu i wiemy, czego brak było nam w szarym dniu. Dostrzec czyjś oczu blask Jeszcze nim coś zrozumiesz Będziesz już jednym z nas I na świat spojrzysz jak Zbudzony ze snu I pojmiesz Czego brak było ci w szarym dniu? I poczujesz jak od tego dnia Twoje święto, wielkie święto twa Cały świat zależy dziś od ludzi, którzy czują to As long as people love each other, as long as people love each other, that's uh, for how long uh, our beautiful world will last. Beautiful, beautiful song um, and a beautiful lyric. I, I'm kind of tempted to even translate all of it uh, to you, but that would be a, an act of reciting poetry for the next um, couple of minutes. I don't think we've got time for this, maybe at some point, but I do uh, recommend that you maybe check it out in, um, in a free moment. Um, so staying on the uh, on the topic of uh, what these guys just sang about, there is another song from a completely different place in the world, uh, and that's a song by Stevie Wonder uh, called "S." And I I was listening to those two songs back to back, the one by Skaldovia and the one by uh, Stevie Wonder, and th those those two songs are just talking about the exact same thing. I found a beautiful recording uh, on YouTube, uh, a live performance of this particular song. Um, it wasn't maybe as beautiful in terms of uh, the musical performance itself. I think th there were some things that are better in the uh, album recording uh, of that tune. But it was beautiful because um, close to the end, right before a fantastic, fantastic 
drop that Stevie and the band uh, does at the end. Stevie makes uh, a speech and he says this one thing out there um, that right after he utters those words, the whole band's absolutely beautifully synchronized just gets to this wonderfully exploding uh, final of it. Um, and those last words are use your heart uh, to love somebody and if your heart is big enough use your heart to love uh, everybody. Uh, Stevie is just uh, just the man. He's the man. And this song talks about um, talks about that.
truth and then change that truth into love and maybe our children grandchildren and their great-grandchildren will tell Stevie Wonder is just incredible. S. From uh, his album. Which album is that from? Songs in the Key of Life, of course. And those songs are really in the key of uh, life. This one in particular. Having landed in Warsaw, uh, seen my, having seen my family and some friends, I've spent some time in my uh, hometown. To then later come back to the capital. Um, to see more of my friends, and then attend a wedding. Before that wedding, um, I spent a couple of uh, evenings once again rediscovering rediscovering that city mm, with a couple of my with a couple of my friends. Uh, I saw some places that uh, were new to me. I saw some places that were familiar. Um, there is nothing, nothing like a warm evening in Warsaw in summer. Um, 
in particular walking uh, along the Vistula River uh, banks and drinking a beer with some folks to then hop on uh, one of the boats, one of the party boats that are parked out there all along the bank of the river, um, hosting hordes and hordes of people that are thirsty for good weather, thirsty for that uh, warm evening and the social connection. And Warsaw, and in particular this image of uh, Warsaw in, in summer and those party boats along the river, that will always sound to me like uh, Taco Hemingway. And this is a song I've been bumping a lot recently. Jak wygląda ich dzień powszedni? Z czego żyją? Kocztówka z WWA, lato 2K19. Na zdrowie. Robię ruch w twoją stronę, daj papier, rozbiorę puch. Siedzę w oknie, leci sobie nowy future. W telefonie rano będę na siebie zły, nocne ja to mój oponent. Ale teraz robię ruch, robię ruch. w twoją stronę, daj papier, rozbiorę puch. Siedzę w oknie, leci sobie nowy future W telefonie rano będę na siebie zły Nocny ja to mój oponę Nocny ja to hedonista Z chęcią zaglądam w miejsca, w których leją kristal Pierdolę kilokalorie, aperol, spritz i pizza Nie boję się Boga, diabła, księdza jak ministrant Zdrowy rozsądek, mówię mu sit down Sit down, Fifi, don't be such a bitch now Bitch now, nawet zatańczę, gdy leci Chris Brown Rano wstyd, bo to śmieć, co dziewczynie w pysk dał Kiedyś brałem kokainę, chciałem dopaminę Ominąłem tę lawinę, teraz to na winę Chyba nie mam złych nawyków, odkąd ona przy mnie W sumie nie mam złych nawyków, może poza winę Nocny w Fifi ma gdzieś mandaty, płacenie ZUS-u Poranny w Fifi go wyklina, gdy leży w łóżku Poranny w Fifi planuje płytę, godziny w studiu A nocny w Fifi jebać lipiec, puszczę płytę w grudniu I dlatego robię ruch w twoją stronę Daj papier, rozbiorę dwóch Siedzę w oknie, leci sobie nowy future W telefonie rano będę na siebie zły Nocny ja to mój oponent, ale teraz robię ruch Daj papier, rozbiorę puch Siedzę w oknie, leci sobie nowy future W telefonie rano będę na siebie zły Nocny ja to mój oponent Rano chcę robić pompki Kupić sensowne kombi W tym życiowym monopoli Stawiać zielone domki Na święta mieć ładną choinkę W biało-czerwone bombki I być dorosły, ale to mrzonki Którym wieczorem mówię hell no Hell no, panie kelner, polej merlo Siedzę nad przystawek sterto Z drogą butelką W sumie jestem self-made Mogę być też self-broke W moich snach mam skórzany kalendarzy W moich snach nigdy się nie muszę ważyć W moich snach regularnie do lekarza Nic powyższych się tu raczej nie wydarzy Panie proszą panów Panowie proszą panie WWA jak wu na parku w powietrzu dymi pożądanie Panie proszą panów Panowie proszą panie WWA jak wu na parku W powietrzu dymi pożądanie Także teraz robię W twoją stronę daj papier rozbiorę Siedzę w oknie leci sobie nowy W telefonie rano będę na siebie zły Nocne ja to mój oponent 
teraz robię ruch, robię ruch W twoją stronę daj papieru, zbiorę pół Ciebie w oknie leci sobie nowy fiuch W telefonie rano będę na siebie zły Nocy ja to mój oponent You are listening to BFF.FM. This is the 16th episode of uh, Oxlang Cafe. And I'm telling you a little bit uh, about my recent adventures. So, that was uh, Warsaw, the sound of the warm evening nights, the river, the people, the sound of clanking bottles, one next to another, the neons. Uh, and the omnipresent desire all over in the air. Um, so that was a couple of days, uh, wonderful time. But then, uh, as I mentioned, the wedding was about to come and I was missing a couple of pieces of uh, my wardrobe. Uh, so one of the mornings is a trip to a big shopping mall, um, trying to find some shoes and a, and a fitting belt. Mm, that was all successful. Um, I think the, the night following that was another one of those exploring new places in Warsaw. Um, and the day after that, that was the day and the night of the wedding. What a party and uh, just what an atmosphere. It was uh, a party at, uh, and a wedding of a great uh, friend of mine. Um, I, I used to share the same table in all throughout the whole high school with him. and. He was getting uh, married to the love of his life. And uh, all the other people uh, that came around there included our core high school crew. So uh, we've been in touch uh, and never stopped uh, for, for years. Let me count that. Um, wow. Um, this, <laughs> it's 14 years. Yeah, 14 years that we've been continuously staying in touch, seeing each other, putting the effort to... To get together even if it means just uh, sending one another a meme once a week um the wedding came beautiful setting uh tiny lake right in front of the um, place where we celebrated it uh, everything was uh, beautiful the venue the people uh, the mood it was just a a night of unconstrained um partying maybe you're imagining a, a wedding slightly differently but there was a lot of um, in particular late at night a lot of mosh pity and a uh, combination of uh, mosh pitting to EDM mosh pitting to uh, classic Polish songs mosh pitting to whatever one could find just pure bliss pure bliss with some uh, element of uh, dynamics and aggression but the aggression in joy I would put it that way and one of the songs um, that we were, uh, that I, I think contributed to, to me losing, basically losing my voice for the next uh, two or three days, um, was this one. Um, it's, so I'm going to play it slightly ironically. I mean, it's, it's a great song. I think it's a great song, but um, it's, yeah. Um, I, I cannot explain it. I, I'm sorry, I cannot explain it. This is just so deep into the meme culture of Poland. 
but just believe me that uh, huge smiles, uh, multi-dimensional smiles appearing on the faces of people uh, that hear that. So the song that you're going to hear is Sternisko. Uh, and San Francisco is going to be mentioned in there. The band is Golets Orchestra. Incredible, incredible party. Um, I shouted so much that I like, entirely lost my voice uh, right after singing that. Um, incredible party uh, ended very late 
Um, the party itself, I think most of the people left uh, by 5 a.m. Uh, or something like this. I personally, with a couple of other folks, uh, ended up at home around uh, 9 a.m. Mm. Some turmoil at the end. There was, uh, it was very close to a fight uh, between two people that were rather close to each other. Uh, but uh, maybe some of the way how uh, one considered fun was not appreciated by the other and ended up in a, a little bit of an explosion. Um, so it's, uh, you can imagine, just us sitting right in front of the venue uh, where everything's been happening. The crew working out there is cleaning everything up. We're just sitting up in front with uh, the remaining bottles of vodka and like reluctantly drinking for the sake of companionship, I believe. We're already completely drunk at this point. Um, the sun has already raised. It's this kind of soft blue-grayish sky uh, with some early sunshine coming at us. Tired faces, some of us completely destroyed. Um, and then this pump of uh, aggressive and not so beautiful <laughs> of an energy hit. Uh, so we had to step in, push one in one direction, push the other in the other direction. I think it all ended well. There was no casualties, no, no uh, harm done to anyone. Um, one of the one of the friends um, is a father of one, and the second one is on its way. Um, so he was really trying to make sure that uh, he can squeeze as much as he can um, out of that evening. So around 6 a.m. Uh, he, he still wanted to continue party, partying and we were down for it. Um, so we started looking out for ideas. The wedding was happening slightly outside of uh, Warsaw, I would say, maybe a 25-30 minute uh, drive. We were considering going to the city, um, but that, was, uh, that would be futile. There was nothing going on except for maybe some um, super dark and minimalistic techno clubs. So we decided to look for, initially we were thinking about going to maybe just grab a beer and sit by the river. The same river that uh, maybe seven hours earlier or eight hours earlier was completely blowing up at those party boats. We were considering just going there, grabbing a beer and uh, hanging out in there. Um, but we also, we, we mentioned this idea to the owner of the wedding place and he said, hey guys, you should probably not do that, you should just like 500 meters from here, there is uh, uh, there is the river, the same river they wanted to, to go to Vistula. Um, of course, there is no steps you could sit on. It's not a civilized kind of party boat of an operation, but uh, still you can somehow get to it. So um, that's what we did. And uh, the five of us uh, went for an expedition through bushes that were uh, up, to our, uh, uh, up to our heads. Um, did we find the river? Uh, one of us did. Uh, the rest uh, gave up. We had one, one of the players that uh, decided very weirdly to abandon the, the ship and we lost him in the middle of this uh, huge grass. Um, we were worried for a bit that we would not find him. We ended up finding him. Um, and I'm never gonna forget this image uh, of a huge man in a suit just laying in between <laughs> a very tall grass. Um, looking like a, like a bear <laughs> out there. Um, wow. Uh, the, I hope I painted at least somehow this image of uh, the 
dying party, but people desperate for spending time together and uh, making the most out of it. There is something special in the uh, in the Polish Polish culture out there. Um, long story short, the party ends uh, 9 a.m. And on the next day, um, this is the first day uh, that the party ended on Sunday, and the, the next day was the first day of my uh, vacation. And the vacation was still not planned. Um, the whole trip was just so spontaneous and, and chaotic that uh, I was planning it at 3 p.m. on that Sunday after six hours of uh, sleep. Uh, I'm gonna play a song that is just somehow, I feel, gonna give out the chaotic aspect of the events, although uh, it doesn't fully depict what was going on, but I'll, I'll get back to it. Tickets were booked, uh, the decision was made at 3 p.m. on a Sunday, uh, with a flight at 7 a.m. on the next day, and well, things did not go as planned. Tickets were booked at uh, 3 p.m. Everything started aligning so well. So uh, I have not given like I've, I've booked uh, 10 days of uh, vacation in between this kind of first week in Poland uh, and the wedding, uh, and then the, the, the remaining couple of days um, back in Poland. I booked 10 days for vacation, and until the Sunday, one day before the vacation has started, uh, I have not planned a single thing. I love the that kind of style of travel. Um, it can end up bringing completely unexpected uh, resolutions and handling them well, as I've learned during this trip, can be very just rewarding, rewarding or, or, or just pleasant, adventurous, that a cool thing to experience. So, with nothing planned, uh, wake up super hungover, 3 p.m. Um, and one thing that, uh, or one area that was uh, crossing my mind for the previous couple of days or even even weeks uh, was the south of France. I've never been to France before. 
Um, so that felt natural to just like try it out. I have so many French friends. Uh, I would want to get to know that culture, see how the country is. Do these guys really hate English? Um, how is their hospitality? How does it work that so many people go there every year? Is it just excellent? Um, so I was curious from, from this perspective and I was also curious, uh, or maybe not curious, just loving the Mediterranean climate. So um, after a really, really brief search, uh, took me maybe 30 minutes um, after waking up, I decided to book a, uh, a ticket to Nice, to the south of France, um, for 7 a.m. on the next day. I do so with the return ticket on uh, Wednesday, nine days uh, after that. Mm. The day goes on, uh, the bride and groom invite me and a couple of others uh, to their place uh, for the evening just to eat something, uh, talk about the wedding, talk about the fights, all about the, the drama at the end and the beauty of the event itself. Um, we show up there, it turns out at this point that the wife of the groom's uh, brother, who's also my friend, uh, used to live in the south of France at some point. Um, so this could not have been better. At this moment, I'm uh, delighted and thinking that, hey, like those spontaneous decisions, they, they just fall into place. And this is one of the instances uh, of that. So I've spent the whole evening uh, talking to her, uh, asking about recommendations and building up this list, uh, not having known anything about the area before. Uh, I actually have something to work with. Um, and the plan at this point really concerns uh, getting to me, spending a, a couple of days in there, maybe renting a car and then going off uh, and exploring all those places that uh, she shared with me. And they were spread all throughout the coast and actually focused more on the western side uh, of Côte d'Azur um, because uh, that's where she stayed. She stayed in, uh, in Montpellier at some point and just explored from out there. Mm. Everything was aligned uh, perfectly. Um, I've overstayed a bit. I think I came back home at uh, 2 a.m., spent a great time with, uh, uh, with the groom and, um, and, and a couple of other friends. I wake up uh, early in the morning. Oh, that would be a good, good soundtrack, but uh, if this was a sad story. Let's, let's make it a sad one and let's uh, keep this playing in the background. So I wake up early in the morning, uh, 5 a.m. to make it for the... or maybe 4.30, make it for the 7 a.m. flight. Uh, quick shower, take the taxi, hop on the taxi, I get to the airport and show up at the check-in counter. I had checked luggage um, and I, I like introduce myself and I say, hey, I'm flying tonight, uh, or sorry, this morning. Uh, and the gentleman out there tells me that, hey, like, I don't uh, really see you in here in the system. Do you have uh, sort of any document or boarding pass or, or anything that could prove that you're flying today? And I say, yeah, there's, this is impossible. I do have a boarding pass. So, like, I'm definitely flying today. And I did have a boarding pass in my uh, Apple wallet. I think my, my voice is too joyful for this background music. Well, let's keep it. Um, so I uh, hand him the boarding pass, he scans it, says it's super weird that this is happening because uh, he's never seen this before, uh, because the boarding pass scans well and it works, uh, but he cannot really see me in the in the system still. Uh, still he says, hey, just pop the bag, uh, we're gonna check it in and uh, have a great flight. He prints out the boarding pass, hands it back to me, 
um, takes the, the luggage. The, the, the luggage, the suitcase is already flowing into the channels of the airport on the, on the belts. Um, so that's happened. I grab the boarding passes. I head towards the security control. Uh, I try to scan my boarding pass to, to get through the gates. And while I bump off, uh, yeah, let's turn off the music. I bump off the gates um, mm, with uh, an information saying that, uh, well, the date is wrong. And I'm not even thinking about this twice, the date could anyhow be wrong. Uh, I talk to the border uh, patrol guy on the side, hand him the boarding pass, say, hey, there seems to be an issue, can you help me fix it? He asks me, after looking for a bit uh, at the boarding pass, he asks me, hey, uh, w what date is it today? And I'm like, it's the 3rd of July. Uh, and then that clicked for him. Uh, and he shared with me that uh, this boarding pass is issued for July the 4th. And now everything made sense. So uh, at this moment, uh, and in terms of my feeling, it was a bit of a like a spike of stress or adrenaline or some, something unexpected, but it didn't last for long. Um, it was, wow, I royally uh, fucked up. So it turns out I, I booked tickets for, uh, for the next day. Uh, lesson from that is, um, yeah, maybe booking tickets uh, less than one day before on a huge hangover after wedding is uh, something that requires more attention. Yeah, I don't want to say that I wouldn't do it again, that the lesson is to not do it ever again, because I, I think it, it kind of worked out. I'm going to share that with you later. But yeah, um, lesson is uh, pay more attention to buying uh, flight tickets. So at this point, I'm standing there at the airport, really not wanting to lose uh, any any of the uh, time of my vacation. So I'm trying to look around and find a way, how can I solve this to not spend this day in Warsaw? I really want to be by the um, Mediterranean Sea on that day. And I'm uh, trying to figure it out and let's get back to it. But for now, um, it's not going to be a French song, but it's going to be an Italian song. And I've, I think it, it fits the kind of sea to which, uh, or the coast to which I'm uh, heading at this point. So let's do it.
fanno sottofondo per le stelle Lo spazio cosmico si sta ingrandendo E le galassie si allontanano Ti accorgi di come vola bassa la mia mente È colpa dei pensieri associativi Se non riesco a stare adesso qui Segnali di vita nei cortili e nelle case all'imbrunire Le luci fanno ricordarmi Le meccaniche celesti really wanting to hang out by the beach on that same day um, I started trying to figure it out so first idea let's buy a ticket just another one for the flight that is happening on that day uh, of Monday turns out that's impossible the whole flight is uh, fully booked well all right so gotta look for other options at first uh, I learn a key thing so it turns out that if you I didn't know that before but apparently if you buy um, any flight tickets in Europe, and I don't know if that works uh, in other countries as well. Um, but if you buy tickets, you have up to 24 hours to return them and get a full refund with just no reason. Um, so I learned that basically the flights for the flight for tomorrow, um, I can return it and find something else. So now it was just a matter uh, of finding a different flight. I started looking around, turns out that there is a 9.50 a.m. Uh, flight through Zurich uh, with uh, Lufthansa. So well, now it's a fight with time. Uh, it's already 6.30, maybe 7 a.m. There is uh, maybe two hours, two hours and 30 minutes until the boarding of that ne next flight. And I have a decision in front of myself to, to make. Do I want to go for this? Will I manage to recover the suitcase that is already in the middle of the airport? Um, uh, will I manage to recover it on time to make it for the second flight? I decide to do so. Um, I run downstairs, uh, they let me into the arrival zone where you pick up the luggage. Uh, I tell the, the crew handling the luggages uh, about the situation. They recall the suitcase, that gets back in maybe up to 20 minutes, rapid, incredibly fast. I grab the suitcase, I run upstairs to, first of all, return the ticket that I have for tomorrow, and then I go to the counter of Lufthansa and old school style, uh, I've never done that before, old school style, I just buy the ticket there at the airport. There is no email coming to my, uh, to my account with the boarding passes or, or whatnot. Uh, there is just a printed piece of paper with those uh, two flights, the one to Nice through Zurich and then back uh, to Poland through Munich uh, nine days uh, later. I get the ticket, uh, I check in my luggage, I get 
safely on the plane on time and I arrive in Nice at uh, I think around 2 p.m. Uh, and this is uh, the song that was uh, because I was bumping a uh, uh, hyperpop at that time. You've heard of the the hyperpop song earlier when I was trying to depict the chaotic nature of what was going on. I was bumping a lot of hyperpop, and this is the song that I was listening to uh, when I was hopping off the plane and arriving in Nice. Not as romantic as the previous one, not as Mediterranean, but uh, fast and adventurous. Just a reminder, you're listening to BFF.fm. This is Oxlan Cafe, and I'm ter- telling you the story of my life. So, um, I arrive in Nice uh, with this uh, rapid uh, song in my uh, headphones. and get to the hotel and start uh, enjoying the city. Nice, a bit, uh, a bit touristic, I would say. But the sea was beautiful. The color was beautiful. The people were beautiful. God damn it. So many, so many pretty faces out there. Um... So fast forward, I spent a couple of days there, uh, and the next song that I'm going to play to you, that is inspired by one of the people that I've met uh, when hanging out there in the south of France. I met this girl that uh, looked like Uma Thurman, really cool girl, uh, working in the movie industry uh, as well, and she had some Danish past. We connected over over, uh, her Danish uh, experiences. I used to live in Denmark as well, as I mentioned earlier, and she recommended uh, this song to me. It's a bit on the colder end. but yeah, I think it's gonna fit uh, the remainder of the story.
So that was a recommendation. I actually don't know if this is uh, Danish or Swedish. But anyway, that came up in a conversation that we've had about the north northern and Scandinavian part of the European uh, continent. Uh, so that was one of the images or one of the events of um, or situations connected with uh, my stay in Nice. On another day... Uh, and everything is still going according to plan at this point. Uh, on another day, I made a little trip to two smaller towns east of uh, Nice. One of them was a medieval uh, town of Ez. A beautifully, beautifully set uh, and uh, spear-like, tiny medieval, almost castle-like uh, community. Uh, right by the coast with beautiful views from the very top um, from the botanical garden to which you had to buy tickets uh, to get into and that was also the only way to, to see the views of those from this really high point looking at the beautiful Mediterranean coast uh, everything was under us and all the hills and mountains uh, on the other side from the ocean that was beautiful and completely worth it there was also a restaurant in Az that I think I'm never gonna forget. It's just I, I was looking for a any place for a meal. Chose one of those um, small, busy cafes uh, at the top of the hill, and I've had such a like. I think the best restaurant experience I've ever had in my life. And it was not a fancy restaurant. They served sandwiches. They um, sold some olive oil that they were making. But the thing is that the, when I when I showed up there, I, I started with pulling out a book and just reading it because I had to do something with the, with the time while eating. 
but I found myself putting the book uh, aside really quickly and just starting to observe the whole crew working at that restaurant. The owner and uh, his four or five employees, and all of them were just doing the service with such joy that I could not stop just looking at them and then and listening to what they were saying to the guests and how they were handling them and all of them really, really honestly tried to solve all the problems of uh, everyone that was showing up, but handling it very robustly, quickly, uh, reliably. If they had no table, they would really quickly tell uh, the people, hey guys, come back in 20 minutes. I would love to host you, but uh, I just cannot do it right now. But they would really immediately, this feels normal, but they were really immediately uh, just handled this with such grace and such joy and they were walking around and singing uh, and the people washing the dishes that I could see through a little window uh, next to my table they were also singing and dancing and smiling and talking to each other um, just an incredible incredible experience it turns out it was a like, family run small operation um, and if I ever, heard, ever have a chance I would want to come back there it just felt super genuine and great after seeing the town of S, and that's something I'm getting to, um, I decided to check out Monaco. Mm, we didn't have much plan, I just uh, hopped on the car and uh, uh, on an Uber and, and uh, got in there. Uh, I've spent two hours in Monaco, wasn't particularly impressed. Uh, I checked out the Monte Carlo Casino, the place is, I mean, the place is stunning and beautiful, but uh, I, I felt like I was just not rich enough to enjoy it fully. Uh, but one thing that caught my attention and, and one of the things that I've saved from there uh, was they were building a stage uh, right in front of the Monte Carlo Casino for some summer festival for a set of concerts. Um, the PA was sounding phenomenal and they were already at this point, but they were still like testing it and trying trying it out. And the song that they were trying the, the PA system with, it sounded just just great. Uh, was this one that I'm gonna play uh, right now. And I did not know this song, it's a very popular one. Um, I would imagine, because the artist is very popular. And I immediately knew that was uh, this person singing, but I... Uh, I could not let the chord transition out of my head for a long time, since uh, hearing it for the first time there. You Don't Know You're Born by uh, Mark Knopfler. Heard, as heard, in uh, Monaco, right in front of the Monte Carlo casino. You only know the kitchen and the 
Thank you, Monaco, for introducing me to You Don't Know You're Born by Mark Knopfler in that way. The time passes and it was a day after uh, going to Monaco uh, that an unexpected event has happened in Nice. It was uh, 7.30 p.m. on a Thursday night. I've already been uh, in there for four days. Um, that when walking along the promenade, being in a really, really good mood, smiling at people, looking at their faces, looking at the, uh, at the view from the promenade, taking pictures, uh, sending those pictures to my close ones, uh, calling some of them, I decided to, for the first time in the last 30 minutes, I typically do it more often, but for the first time in 30 minutes, I've decided to pat my pockets just to check if everything is in place. And it wasn't. God damn it. My wallet was missing. And uh, the first feeling was a spike of adrenaline once again, way higher than the one earlier connected to the misbooked flight. And I realized that I that just like five minutes before this event, I was sitting in my swimming shorts uh, that had very narrow, uh, very shallow pockets. I was sitting uh, at the promenade at a bench and that potentially this wallet has slipped out out there. And this song depicts exactly what I did at this point. And I uh, don't think I've ran that fast uh, ever before.
the run was uh, quick, fast, gas, 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 uh, but unfortunately unsuccessful. The wallet was not there, uh, and uh, after a brief and a while of, of searching for it and, uh, and and checking all the places where it could have been, uh, it was clear and apparent that uh, on day four uh, of my trip, my plans will be completely altered. There was no more an idea of renting out a car and checking out those places that uh, the friend of mine has uh, shared with me that I've listed. Right now, it was more a matter of resolving how the hell am I gonna survive the next five days and how am I gonna get back to my home country. Um, the wallet had what's, what's most important, the ID that I needed to come back and some of the cards that I've had. Immediately, I've uh, blocked the cards. Uh, turned out that I can support myself with uh, Apple Pay. Uh, the ID situation was still unresolved. But after this moment of gas, it was uh, definitely way short. This, this moment was way shorter than this song that you just heard, first of all. Um, wasn't three minutes. Way shorter, just a, a tiny little bit of a spike and a trial to recover real quickly. That failed. But it's really, really quickly transitioned into a state of bliss, the one from from right before uh, I've realized that the wallet was gone. Once again, smiling at people, looking at the view and realizing that, uh, yeah, everything's just gonna work out. I'm just gonna have to handle it, but, um, well, that's the adventure. And this song that I've listened to, the song, I, I probably shouldn't call it like that, this piece uh, that I've listened to today, just spamming on repeat. Uh, I think nicely and beautifully fits this um, sunset of a view at the promenade in Nice with me realizing that everything is going to be okay. Just have to handle it somehow and there is time and there is way to do it.
Community radio for the San Francisco music scene. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. Insane. This is probably um, the first time you're hearing uh, Station ID jingle right after uh, piece by Johann Sebastian Bach. Uh, that was uh, Fantasia in G, the Gravement's uh, movement. <laughs> well, it felt a bit overly dramatic, to be honest. I don't think I felt that way. I think I lied. I don't think I felt that particular exact way when uh, I realized that everything is going to be fine. Uh, I think maybe there was a piece of me that just wanted to squeeze in this this piece that I found uh, incredibly interesting today. Maybe there is a little there is a little bit of this bliss in there, but uh, I mean, as in uh, what I was feeling was just a piece of this bliss. This was like heavenly and, and godly. I this this yeah, that wasn't a, a finale of of anything uh, or a transcendental uh, experience. Then when I was trying to figure out how to save my wallet situation. So, well, sorry about that. Um, I just kind of, yeah, I squeezed it in. I tried to push it in there. Um, I, ten minutes left. Uh, you're listening to BFF.FM. This is Oxon Cafe, uh, episode 16. There's plenty, plenty of stories still in this, um, uh, in this one that I'm, I'm telling you. I'm trying to figure out what, what I can still share uh, before we part ways. And I think that the most important one, uh, at least as far as France is concerned, uh, I'm gonna try to to finish. So, uh, I spent a couple of more days in uh, in Nice uh, because I, I realized that I have to go to the nearest uh, consulate or an embassy, and this was all happening on a Thursday night. So, nothing like none of those, not neither the consulate or the embassy, uh, was close enough um, to Nice for me to resolve the issue on Friday. So I decided to stay in Nice until uh, Sunday. And reserve an appointment in Lyon, five five hours north into the uh, mainland France uh, for Monday morning. Um, Lyon, upon arrival, uh, taking the train, uh, just four hours and a half uh, of a ride, wonderful ride, uh, shared with uh, seven people from the United States, some of them uh, living here in Monterey, very close to San Francisco. Shout out to the crew. Um, Great ride, but upon arrival in Lyon, goddamn it, was it warm. Uh, 34, 36 degrees. I'm sorry, this is in Celsius. Uh, let me translate that to Fahrenheit. What could that be? Like 110? 36 Celsius to Fahrenheit. 96.8. Okay, not 100. 96.8 uh, degrees Fahrenheit in Lyon. Uh, the city is beautiful. Uh, love the architecture. It's placed in between two big rivers. Uh, love the architecture, the vibe of the city, the people, the restaurants, and the cuisine. But it's just too hot and uh, too hot to handle. And in parallel, I'm trying to resolve my uh, ID and uh, legal situation in terms of being able to get back to Poland. Uh, but as that happens, uh, I'm trying to figure out what the hell am I going to do in Lyon. And uh, I start looking around, I start reaching out to people, uh, and it turns out there are some concerts happening, and uh, one of those concerts is a um, jazz festival, 35 kilometers south from Lyon, in a place called Vienne, and with some big names. So the day before, uh, Jacob Collier was uh, playing, the day after, uh, Alicia Keys. In the past, it turns out that this festival hosted uh, Stevie Wonder, 
Um, big thing. And on the day when I'm looking for things to do, uh, it's Joe Bonamassa who's playing there. I uh, don't know him uh, perfectly well, but I do know him a little bit and I'm aware of his music. I know maybe one song. Uh, and that's going to be the song, song that I'm going to play to you next. Uh, but I hop on the train. Uh, I decide to go. Hop on the train. 30 minutes going south to, to Vienne. Uh, it's still sunny. It's the evening, but uh, around uh, 7 p.m. The, the sun sets quite late in there. Hop off the train. I enter this small, small city that is completely overtaken by this jazz festival with multiple stages, most of them being free. Uh, and I walk through that city, seeing all those people having fun. And I arrive at the very end uh, of the town at the final destination where the main venue where Joe Bonamassa is going to be performing uh, is placed and it turns out that this main venue is a huge huge uh, Roman amphitheater built in the first century uh, in, in particular around the year 50th or 60th and it's humongous it uh, was built I've read about it later it was built to host around 12,000 people I think right now it can host after the renovation, around 9,000. And it's just magnificent. It's, um, how would I describe that? Very tall, mm, almost shooting into the sky, grazing along um, a slope of a tall hill with a castle on the top of it. Um, it's all packed. It's fully packed. There 9,000 people are there easily. Uh, I managed to secure a spot because I'm just by myself. I managed to secure a spot uh, at a prime location at the top. The view is just phenomenal. If it comes to the view at the stage and the sound that you're getting from out there, just a direct eyesight line of view uh, to the stage, direct uh, ear sight, ear, ear here. Direct line for the direct sound from the stage. This, uh, the sound from the stage is mastered perfectly. The, the crew is doing a great job. The venue is uh, sounding fantastic. Um, and then right before, behind the stage you see the tiny city of Vienne or town of Vienne. Right behind the, uh, a river flowing. Uh, and behind the river the hills and the sunset um, happening as the music plays. It was the best sounding, one of the most beautifully set uh, concerts I've ever seen in my life. And just having seen this scenery and hearing music in, in such a place was worth all the lack of planning and all those unfortunate events that end up well. Uh, uh, I managed to secure an ID that lets me come back to, uh, come back to Poland uh, with a lot, of, a lot of kindness of uh, people that were helping me out at the consulate. But as I'm sitting there, and I'm gonna kind of mix some facts, because I, I end up, that's a story for another time, but I end up seeing Joe Bonamassa twice in two days in two different areas of France. Uh, that's for another time. Uh, but one of the songs that he plays on one of those concerts, I'm gonna try to believe that this was on the first one, it wasn't, um, is the only song that I know, uh, and that's Slow Gin. And I'm gonna play it right now in a live version. Um, it's just a beautiful, kind of sad, but just beautiful, piece of music. Thank you for uh, joining me uh, tonight. Uh, this was the 16th episode of Oxland Cafe. And my name is Casper. Uh, you're listening to BFF.fm. Uh, and I hope you're going to join me in two weeks from now. Thank you. Enjoy your night. Have a good one.
So 